welcome to my fifth podcast. Last time I talked about my mother-in-law and how she took care of my sick husband and didn't allow me to do so. So if you want to go back and listen to my podcast for, go ahead and take a like um, and let me hear what you have to say. On today's note, I wanted to talk about buying our first home and how it affected our chances of our second home. And his parents were kind enough. Now, I'm not going to say in-laws are terrible all the time. They were kind enough to help us out with our first home and second home. Now, buying our first home was tricky. Um, My husband got into medical school, so we decided we would have to travel across the country and move everything, which was fine. Um, But finding a home was going to be difficult. So when we gave his mom a call... She was actually really ecstatic because the state we were moving to had a lot of um, his family, like relatives that lived there, and she mentioned to us that she wanted to always buy a summer home there, which I was delighted, and it actually worked out because she said, hey, if you guys buy this house, we will have you guys pay rent while you live there, which was perfect because renting and buying a house like are tricky because renting is more expensive at this time when we bought and um, it would be awesome to have families kind of rent something out and they're always going to make something off of us like it wasn't equity going to be lost in a home right so the next month I she arranged everything for me to fly out to meet her and to also meet that side of the family which I had never met and as I went out there as I went out there we looked at several houses we had a great realtor. We were just constantly going, going, going for, because I only had a week before I had to go back and finish the last month of our semesters. Our finals were done. I mean, we were both going to be done with undergrad. So we looked at several houses. Um, One of the things with the time we were looking at was, it was a few years after the whole big recession in 2007, and um, that happened. And so houses were foreclosed, but most of the houses we went to were just like, because of the foreclosures, people trashed them. Like, I mean, they filled up the toilets with cement. Like, I went to these houses, like, it was terrible. They broke all the windows, they broke all the toilets, like, poured cement down the drains. Like, it was, it was pretty bad. But also, it was a great time because houses were, were pretty cheap because of the economy kind of crashing. And then, because it was a few years later houses were being snatched up quick like so fast we barely I'd be like I like this house and then I'd find out the next day oh it's off the market same with renting renting wasn't expensive but getting a rental was hard because people were just snatching I mean especially medical students where we weren't wanted to live close to campus as you can imagine that's why looking for a house was kind of necessary because it's going to be cheaper mortgage or a payment than renting too. Anyways, I wanted to point out the first rule of thumb that any couple or partner should ever do is mention about a purchase you're going to buy. I think anything above $100 is always good to ask your partner if you guys are sharing the money. I don't know how money works with anyone, but I always find that, hey, I'm going to spend this much on a TV or an outfit or whatever. I always like to inform my partner. Well, in this circumstance, my mother-in-law, believe it or not, didn't even tell her husband she was going to buy their summer home, even though they had planned it for like 20 years or 30 years that they wanted to move there. 
She never told them they were going to use their cash money. They had cash for this house to buy a summer home. So when my father-in-law found out, I was like a foot away from her when she was making this phone call. And I could just hear the him hitting the fan. Like, honestly, he was freaking out. Like, we are not buying this house. This isn't for us. Please, what are you doing? They can go do this all on themselves. And he's right. We could do it all on ourselves. So I was like kind of lost because I thought, oh, this was like the plan. Like she talked to him about it because this was like a bite. You're buying a house. Your partner should know. And I was kind of embarrassed because it's like, I didn't necessarily ask her to do this. And so I just felt like kind of lost at what to do. On another note, I was really like stressed because now it's like, crap, we can't find a house. We can't we can't buy a house. There's just no way we can buy a house. I'm like, we, I have to rent. So I got online and I was researching and everything was just like expensively expensive. And I was like, I don't even know what to do. Um, I didn't have the money to put down for the rent. Like, you know, how you have to put down money for the rent the month before and, and all the down payments, deposits and things. And so I was like, I don't even know what to do. Um, I was really stressed. So then I started researching other things. Um, I found out that the president at the time announced that he was going to do first-time home buyers, which was great. Within a three-month three time, his mom called us, and we were actually newlyweds, like probably a year. over. It was like, no, it was longer than that. It was like almost two years. And so we were so, you know, you still want that alone time. You don't want any kind of people like interfering I don't know you just like to be alone the first couple of years his mom calls us three months later after moving into her home and getting settled and says hey I have these people who need to come out because they have a job site they're doing and they'll be there for nine months and we want them to come live with you guys because you have two extra bedrooms I was very shocked I didn't even know what to say because it's like I don't know these people I'm like they're in our church um, they're great people. They didn't, they hardly even knew them either. Like they did don't know them, but not great. Now I just didn't feel comfortable with them. A lot of them were a lot older, like older men. Um, and then there was a married couple and some other people, but I was just like, I'm not comfortable with this. Like, this is not okay. First of all, we're, we're paying. It's not like they are paying, even though they co-signed, but then they threw me under their bus and they hated me for it, for saying no. Um, I was just not comfortable. Maybe a lot of other people would be, but it's not my thing. I don't take in, I just don't do that. I'm a very shy person. And so I just felt like my privacy was just being stripped from me. And then they said I was unchristlike. I wasn't being, I, they helped us. So we needed to help them, but I just didn't want that. I just was like, no, this is our time. Like we're newlyweds. Come on. Like this isn't, this isn't okay. So then after a year of kind of having tension between me and the in-laws, it finally, finally got better for just a little bit until she called us and said, hey, I just invited your cousin to come live with you. He's going through a divorce, and I'd rather ask for um, forgiveness than permission, so it's happening. And I was like, wait, what? Like, yeah, so this, this cousin of his was moving in with us without even having her tell us because of what happened before she felt like she didn't need to ask us 
So the cousin I know she was having us move in was also one who last time we met him was on drugs and through a whole scene at a restaurant. And then I was like worried because I had this new baby too. And that's a different discussion, but I had a new baby. I wasn't comfortable with this. I just felt like she just threw this at us and didn't ask us and it wasn't her place to do so. And then to top it off, my husband was leaving for like a whole month basically for a volunteer trip for the medical group he was going with. And so he wasn't even going to be there when this guy moved in. And um, so I was worried at first, but it all worked out with his cousin. Um, I We did help him, which is good. And I, and I think it kind of helped our relationship with my in-laws, even though I wasn't okay with it. But he was a relative, so it was, it was okay. I would have to admit that. Here, after a few years of being in our first home, um, we found out my husband got a job after medical school, so we needed to buy a new home. And at this time, too, like, years had passed, and so housing and rent was definitely doubling up in prices. And um, so we looked into buying. We really wanted to buy, but the problem was we weren't first-time home buyers anymore. We kind of got screwed with that. And, um, and so we decided to ask his parents for a loan. And I wasn't okay with this because I knew after all that, what just happened with the other houses and him with the honeymoon stage, if you haven't listened to that episode, you have to go back and listen to the honeymoon one. There, anytime someone gives you money, that's family. There's always strings attached or anybody, even if it's a friend, like there's something involved. So I was just like, I don't know. I just don't think we should do it. This is rent, but the problem with renting, it just would have cost more than a mortgage would have. And we had a family and dogs. So dogs, you always have to pay an extra fee too on top of this. And so I was like, fine, um, we need to hurry and just do this. Like, let's ask for them for money for the down payment. And we bought a first-time home buyer, like we a home where it was going to be needed. It needed a lot of remodeling, and I was fine with doing that. And um, so we bought the home. It was a foreclosure, so we got it on the cheaper side too. And it was all we could afford. Um, when so part of me is I don't like to ask for money, and I'm a very hard worker. I believe in working. I've always worked my whole life. Like I've had jobs since I was like 10 years old. Like with my dad's company, we would go and help him. We would do things. And ever since then, I've always worked. And so I just had a hard time asking for money. And so I made up a contract saying, Hey, this is the agreement. If we are lending this for money, we want to pay you interest and we want to make sure we're paying it back in time. And they thought it was funny that we were even doing this because Let's be honest, a lot of people who are family members or kids don't make up a contract or don't even go buy it. But, um, so I wrote it up saying, hey, this is how much we're going to pay you. We'll pay you back within five, five years. And after the first year, I saved and I worked, we worked hard. Like, I didn't spend anything. And we paid the, them back within the first year. And they couldn't believe it. Like, it's still, like, they couldn't believe we were even paying them back like so quickly um it's because I didn't buy anything like we we lived off of nothing basically but I didn't want them to say hey because we lended you this money you're gonna owe us now so this was really good for us to do and then the shocker was when we told his sister and her husband that we paid them back they're like why would you even pay them back 
they're fine. Like, you don't ever have to pay them back. That was, like, words I, I couldn't even believe people would say. Like, they lended us the money. It was nice of them to even lend us money. But there are people, like, they think they owe, the parents owe them. And it, I just blew my mind. And I was glad that we paid them back and they didn't have something hanging over our heads. Because I just felt like every time we asked them for anything, the strings were attached. And I didn't like that. I don't like being controlled by people. And so my honest thing for anyone who is going into buying a house and having their in-laws help them, just be careful. Like, just remember if they are willing to do that for you. You do need to be better than what I was. I was probably mean, and I should have had those people stay with us. Um, it would have probably bettered my relationship with my in-laws. But I, I said no, and it's really put a hole in our relationship. I think till today they really think I'm selfish for that. Um, even other matters they think I'm selfish for, and I'll get to that in another podcast, but... Just be careful, and I mean, in-laws are there to help, and family's always there to help. I'm not saying that it's they're bad or it was good, but just remember, you owe them um, respect, and they also, if they're going to be helping you out. Thanks for listening to this podcast today. I hope it kind of helped some of us who are looking to buy a home and need in-laws um, to help with that. Um, on the next podcast, I wanted to talk about how it was living with the in-laws during COVID and the time we were buying or building a house. So tune into that next episode of the episode podcast number six. Um, thanks. Like below. (laughs)